What's going on, everyone? AB back at it with another episode of That Wrestling Pod. Uh, Elimination Chamber just ended. I thought I'd hop on and uh, give my thoughts on what was a really, really fun show. Um, I had a lot of fun watching this, and for a a pay-per-view that really didn't have that much build going into it outside of this past week, it it really delivered, and uh, it just makes you wonder how good it could have been had they uh, put a little bit more gas behind it, uh, held it out a few more weeks, and uh, really put some more into the stories going into it, but uh, it was a great show nonetheless. Uh, I'm so happy I got to see it as it happened live. Um, it's one of those shows, in my opinion, that um, you know really reminds me why I like wrestling. Uh, those two chamber matches are the perfect example of of just you know great moments, uh, emotional investment, and uh, just pulling for someone to achieve their dream after after years and years of hard work and. Uh, both matches got the most out of me, and uh, you know I'll touch on the uh, the men's chamber match in a little while, more specifically. But um, I just love both of those matches, and and it was just a great, great night of wrestling. So um, you know I'll start off with the kickoff show, uh, Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa, uh, super fun match. Buddy Murphy just delivers every single time he goes out there. You know I've said it before. I really wish they would find a way to get him on Raw. Uh, it'd be a really cool incentive as the Cruiserweight Champion if, you know, that is your kind of ticket to be on Raw. You know, it kind of it kind of puts a little bit more importance behind that title. Is, hey, you know, not only do we want to be the Cruiserweight Champion, it's a good way to get some uh, some shine in the company and some recognition. But if you become the champion, you know, it's a shot to be on Raw once in a while. You know, you know, a couple times a month or once a week, maybe even. Um, Buddy Murphy is just way too talented to not be featured a little bit more prominently. Um, and, th- you know, those those Cruiserweight matches get kind of relegated to the kickoff show. And I know you can say, well, you know, it's all on the network. It all kind of runs together. Um, but I can't imagine that, you know, everybody that's watching the full-on show is watching the kickoff show. And, you know, if they're not, they're really missing out on those Cruiserweight matches because, you know, especially, you know, Buddy Murphy being the champion and being in all of them, they're missing out on some great, great wrestling um, those two went back and forth for a while. Uh, Buddy Murphy is so smooth, man. And Tozawa, he hits hard, and, and, and he's super solid. And uh, Murphy, Murphy retained like I thought he would. Uh, really really into his reign as champion. Um, looking forward to seeing where they take it. Uh, I've said it before, I really don't tune into 205 Live all that often. Um, but I really, really, really should start making it a point to add it to the rotation. It's, you know, you're guaranteed a solid match every week. And... Guys like Buddy Murphy, Tozawa, Cedric Alexander, the list goes on and on. There's there's so many talented cats on that show. Um, but yeah, Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa should have been on the main card. Wasn't. Was a really good match. Great way to start the show. Um, so, I mean, at a minimum, at least you're saying, man, they're putting them on the kickoff show. They're getting the crowd into them. And uh, it's setting the tone for for what was going to be a really, really good night. So... Uh, really happy I got to see that match. If you didn't, if you didn't check it out, you really should, and uh, you know you really should check out every time that Buddy Murphy's out there, no matter who he's against, whether it's Tazawa or who, you know Cedric Alexander, uh, Itami, or, or whoever, whoever. Um, he, great, great action. You can't go wrong watching the watching the cruiserweights go at it. Um, but you know the show started off with the women's chamber match. 
Uh, I thought this was a great way to get it going. Um, I was a little bit trepidatious as far as, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of bodies in there all at once. And they did have, I'm pretty sure, all teams in there all at once. Um, but they made it work, man. They really, really did. Uh, this match just delivered far more than I really expected it to. Um, you know, after seeing the the tag chamber match they had from from 2015 and just kind of how much of a cluster that was, you know, I was a little worried. But these women went out there and they they killed it. You know, they they had some stiff spots. They had some creative offense. Um, you know, they had entertainment involved in it with the iconics and. Uh, they just they just went out there and they killed it and they went out there for about 40 45 minutes and man they just told a great story and and you know all of them coming out you know they all have this special gear on they all you could see the excitement in all of their eyes and their faces and, and the butterflies and you you could just tell how important this was to all of them and and you know when when something is done right like that and and you and you really feel the importance and they feel like it's important we're gonna feel like it's important and we're gonna and we're gonna be invested in it and uh, you know by the end of it when Sasha and Bailey finally won you know I just couldn't help but be, just be excited for the two of them you know it, it's well documented how how much both of them wanted it and uh, you know just couldn't be happier for for those two. And for all the ladies that were in there, you know, everybody got a chance to shine. And, and uh, you know, Nia and Tamina looked like dominant monsters. And there was a part in the match that uh, Nia, I cannot, I think it might have been Bailey, she was running into to, to crash into the pod. And Bailey gets out of the way. And Nia goes full steam into the pod and uh, shatters the glass. And uh, and that takes her out. And, and that, I mean, she put everything she had into that. So, you know, shout out to Nia for all the hate that she gets. Um, you know, she's, a, she's solid. Um, and, you know, kudos to her for that spot. That was an incredible, incredible spot and moment in that match. And, uh, um, you know, the, the ladies went out there and they rocked it. They killed it. Um, Sasha and Bailey, first ever women's tag team champions. Um, really excited. I, I really hope that, um, that they, they really put some steam behind, behind this division. I think it's a really good way to, to get a, a, a good spot on Raw or SmackDown. Um, just another reason to kind of tune in. You see when tag team wrestling is done right and, and how much fun it can be and how good it can be. Uh, no reason why it can't be the same with the women's division. Um, they're all incredible. All this talent shined. Mandy and Sonya looked, looked amazing. Um, the Riot Squad, they really impressed me. Um, you know, the Iconics were great, and it, it looks like they might be trying to put a little bit more steam behind them, too. I know they've been kind of hot and cold since they debuted on the main roster, but, um, you know, glad to see that they looked they looked really good in the match. Uh, I hope that they can get a, uh, a little bit of a feud going with Sasha and Bailey after a while. Um, and who knows where they go with it? Who knows what we get at WrestleMania? Um, I'm all in on the Boston Hug connection against Nia Tamina, or if it's the Iconics, or Mandy and Sonya, Riot Squad, whoever it may be. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing what they do with this division, and I hope that they uh, that they they put the proper attention on it that it deserves because they're all incredibly talented women, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really excited to have the have the division up there. So, um, solid solid way to start the show, and you know, you just you just felt the emotion from Sasha when she was. Uh, um, talking to whoever it was, Kathy Kelly or Charlie Caruso, there at the end, you just you just felt how important it was to her and, and Bailey, and um, 
it's just a really really cool way to start the, the main show off um, after that we got the uh, the Usos against McMiz and uh, it was a fun match you got the fun Shane bump in there uh, the Usos looked great there were some false finishes some good strong action um, you, know, you just can't go wrong with the Usos you can't go wrong with Shane Miz has really been solid over the last several years um, and again kind of like I touched on a few minutes ago when tag team wrestling is done right man it it's so good it's so brilliant and uh, those those four guys went out there and they killed it um, happy to see the Usos get it I really didn't know what they were gonna do with Shane and Miz I uh, will see where they go with it from here um, there was a little bit of uh, you know, there was a question mark I guess around the Usos after Jimmy got arrested the other day as to, as to whether or not they would uh, whether or not they'd, they'd walk out with the titles but I you know WWE they don't want to lose anybody and I am very understandable why they wouldn't want to lose the Usos they're the best tag team that they have um, we'll see what they do with, with them from here you know we've seen them in the bar um, I don't, it doesn't look like New Day is going to go back to the tag division unless they keep Kofi and or not Kofi Woods and, and Big E down there. Who knows? Um, we'll see what we'll see what they do with it. Um, I, I personally would would like them to kind of take a uh, uh, take take from the women's tag titles and just have one men's tag team titles and have the champions go across both shows. Um, you know, if they had the Usos and the Revival at WrestleMania to kind of unify the titles, or maybe even at Fastlane. And uh, and let those guys feud for the for the titles for a little while. That would be super fun. Um, but I'm I'm glad to see the Usos get the titles back. They're great. Every time that they're in a match, you know it's going to deliver. And uh, you know what more can you say? They're they're they're, they're fantastic. And uh, well, you'll see we'll see what they do with them. Whether it's whether it's the bar or you know, my idea of unifying the titles or man, maybe they get Gallows and Anderson going. I, I've been I've been begging for Gallows and Anderson to, to be used more often. Um, I've been I've been wanting sanity to be used more often. I know they just put uh, Shinsuke and Rusev together. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, that's certainly a direction you could go. Um, there's a lot of ways they could take it. SmackDown's tag division looks super strong, so um, who, who better to to lead it on than the Usos, man? Um, I think after that we had uh, Finn against Leo and Bobby. Uh, the match was what it was. Um, you know, it's a handicap match. Uh, Lashley's Lashley. You know, Finn, Finn sold for most of the match. Towards the end, it really picked up. Uh, Finn, you know, he made it made it what he could. And, uh, you know, you could just tell how smooth he is, how great he is. He's he's incredible at what he does. And, uh, you know, he carried that finish to the end. Uh, I'm glad to see him win it. It's a little weird to see him take it off Lashley too soon. Um, I'm definitely not... Uh, in favor of them splitting Lashley and Leo. Um, you know, I think Leo is the best thing that happened to Lashley. I was really excited when they paired them together at first, and then as it got going, I was I was less than enthused with what they were doing with it, and then it really started to pick up once they stopped doing the, the, the hokey stuff. But um, and I think I think Leo is great for Bobby. Um, I don't want to have to watch Bobby try and cut promos. Um, I don't really know what you do with Leo now. Um, you know, we'll see, I guess, but um, yeah, maybe they maybe they turn Leo babyface and they put him with Cruz. Maybe we have a Cruz and Lashley feud or something like that. That'd be that'd be pretty fun, I think. But um, I don't know how I feel about about Leo uh, and, and Bobby splitting up. If that's the direction they're going to go, I guess, right? It's just just kind of going off of, off of him throwing Leo down. But it's WWE. You never know, right? They can always go back on it. Um, 
but I'm glad that Finn is the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, he, he fits that title very well, you know, the workhorse title. Um, as far as who he feuds with, I guess you could do Elias, although it looks like he might be in something with the Lucha House Party. You could always do, uh, I mean, they could, they could do a rematch with Bobby. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if they split Rude and Gable up, let them do a little bit of a feud, and then have Rude go and, and feud with, with Finn down the road, uh, depending on how long they keep the title on Finn. But um, it's good to see Finn get a title. It's good to see him uh, finally catch some steam. Um, 2018 wasn't a very good year for him, um, but he really picked up towards the end there. 2019's been solid, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how he runs as the Intercontinental Champion. Um, hopefully he goes into Mania, has a good match there. Hopefully they let him have a match um, and not just like a four-way or something like that. I'd like to see him have a, a real uh, real one-on-one match, but um, glad to see him get it. Hopefully they do something with it. Hopefully they, they use the Intercontinental Championship. Um, you know, it, they, they had so much promise when Seth had it last year, and he was defending it every week. And then, you know, they took it off him with you know, Dean uh, towards the end of last year. And since that, they really haven't done anything with it. And uh, you know, the Intercontinental Title is one of my favorite championships of all time. We all, you know, we all grew up loving the Intercontinental Championship. I'm sure. And I'd like to see, uh, you know, it's like you see you see it with the women, right? Like forever and ever and ever, they weren't giving them proper feuds and stories and time and all that. And then all of a sudden, you put focus on it, you make it feel important, and now all of a sudden, women's title matches are, are closing pay-per-views, and we're looking forward to the women's championship match every week. And, and everyone's complaining about the the what's going to be the main event of WrestleMania. They're complaining that it's not the exact women that they want. So I mean, not to say the Intercontinental Title is going to main event WrestleMania or SummerSlam or anything like that, but they put some steam behind it, some some juice behind it, and uh, you know, give it a proper feud, and not just you know, wrestler A versus wrestler B, wrestler A versus wrestler B, wrestler B wins title, wrestler B versus wrestler C. You know, it's it's it can get repetitive and boring, and you know, I'd like to see them have an actual feud, um, and I think Finn's the perfect baby face to do that. Uh, whether or not they find the right heel for him, who knows? But um, I am looking forward to seeing if they can uh, come up with something interesting and fresh. Um, what happened after that? Was it, uh, I think it was Rhonda and Ruby, or it was Corbin and Strowman? I think it was Corbin Strowman. Um, this was okay. Uh, for a little while, it was, it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, the whole kind of, you know, cat and mouse chase. Corbin's trying to escape Braun, and he's got the kendo stick, and he's throwing chairs at him. He's running around the ring, and I thought that they were telling a decent story. And then they bring out McIntyre, and they bring out Lashley, and they, takes a little while and they're beating him down they're beating Strowman down and you know the three the three heels kind of do their thing and they they do set up a pretty sweet spot where there's two st- there's two tables stacked and they they get up on the the bottom steel steps that are all in the ring and then do the shield bomb to Braun through both tables um probably the coolest table bump we've seen um god in a long time i i mean i just, i can't remember the last really good table bump we had so that was fun to see i felt like the beatdown went on way too long the whole time you're you're sitting there wondering uh, is somebody going to come out is, is finn going to come out is kurt going to come out you know what are they going to do what's going to happen or is this just going to be the heels beating him down um and that's what it was and you know it was fine uh, you just you kept sitting there wondering you know well, where's bronze help <laughs> um I, I i honestly kept waiting for wyatt I thought Wyatt was gonna was gonna come down. I know there's been a lot of rumors of him returning uh, here soon. I think it makes a lot of sense to have him come back and be with Braun with the Wyatt family ties. Um, 
And it's just, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't really know where they're going with this story, with this with this feud with Braun and all that. Um, it's it, it just kind of is what it is. Um, I, I, I will say, you know, so many people hate Corbin. And I understand why. I really do. But um, for, for a guy that, you know, when he was in NXT even, I, I was just was not impressed. I felt like he was just a guy with a really cool finish. Um, and, and that was about it. And, you know, he's, he's, he's really, really caught on as far as character. Um, you know, he's a little bit more charismatic than he used to be. He's more comfortable talking on the mic. Um, and I feel like when you let him go out there and actually have a match and you give him time, he can, he can have a solid match. So, um, you know, we'll see where they go with this. I can't say that I'm super excited. I can't say that it's my most, it's, you know, the most exciting feud, my favorite thing they have going on right now. But, um, you know, I do like all the talents involved. I just wish there was a little bit more creativity behind it. Um, it, it just kind of seems like a little bit of a crowd killer every time, um, every time those guys step out there. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, moving forward, whether Kurt comes out or whether, you know, maybe they do have Bray uh, come and realign with, with, with Braun and help him against the, the three heels. Um, you know, we'll see how they kind of work this into WrestleMania. Um, you know, we'll move on to the Ronda Ruby match. This was a letdown, man. Uh, you know, nobody really, no, nobody at all thought Ruby was going to win, uh, including me. Um, if you go back and, and you listen to my predictions uh, for the pay per view, you know, definitely, definitely thought that Ronda was going to win. We all knew Ronda was going to win. Nobody thought for a second Ruby was going to was going to get the title and go on to face Charlotte or Becky or however they were going to do that. But I was really hoping they would at least let Ruby get some offense in there, let it look like she belonged. This match already felt like it was kind of out of nowhere. Ruby hasn't done really anything of note in a long time. Other than that win over Nikki Cross on Raw this week, I can't remember the last time she won a match. And it's just really disappointing to see them just, you know, job her out like that. I think she deserves a lot better. And I'm not saying put the title on her. I'm not saying she's there, but she's a really good worker. She's she's really charismatic. She's different. She's unique. There's no one else on the roster like her. The Riot Squad is a fun act. Sarah Logan and, and Liv Morgan are awesome as well. And you know, I was just I was just I was just let down that they didn't. You know, it was just a it was just a squash. And I understand why they did it. They want to make Ronda look strong, and they had the whole thing with with Charlotte and Becky afterwards. And, and, and they're telling a bigger story that's going to lead us somewhere else. And I understand that. I just felt like you could have done it a different way. You didn't have to, to do Ruby like that. I don't know what she did to deserve that. But, you know, kudos to her for going out there, doing her job. Um, you know, she, she did it well. And uh, I, would, I would just like to see more from Ruby. Um, I think, honestly, I think it'd be cool if, if, um, if she went and challenged Asuka for the SmackDown Championship at WrestleMania. You know, if they're going to have the women go from show to show, like, you know, for the women's tag titles. Um, you know, why not do it that way? I can't think of another uh, obvious choice for Asuka to wrestle anyway. They're not doing anything with the Riot Squad on Raw. They're pretty much there to lose to Sasha, Bailey, and Natty and Ronda every week. So um, I think that'd be pretty fun. But, um, you know, the, the, the exciting part of this was the after, after part with um, Becky coming out. Well, first it was, it was Charlotte, you know, squaring up with, with, uh, with Ronda, and then Becky comes out through the crowd, and she's on crutches, and then she just unloads on Charlotte, and she just beats the piss out of Charlotte Flair, and the crowd's going crazy, and they're chanting, she's the man, and it's a pretty cool moment, and then 
And then there's the other crutch, and she hands it to Rhonda. And Rhonda looks like she's about to, to hit Charlotte as well. And then Becky unloads on Rhonda, and the crowd is going crazy for that as well. And uh, I thought it was really well done. Becky got some great shots in on Rhonda and Charlotte. Um, I mean, you can see the welts on uh, the rib cage of Rhonda. Uh, she got her hard way for sure. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you can um, you cannot be excited to see where they go with this next. You know, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most on Raw tomorrow is um, is what they do with it next um, and how they kind of work Becky back into this match. We have a long way till WrestleMania. So um, I, I would imagine that by the time Fastlane is over, we kind of have that a little bit clearer. But um, otherwise, you know, I enjoyed that that part of the segment. But again, I really wish they would have done a little bit more with uh, with Ruby, or or if they could have just found another way, right? Like a, a contract signing, and Becky comes out and interrupts, and maybe she signs, kind of like Shawn Michaels did um, back for WrestleMania 20. Um, you know, there's other ways they could have done it. I felt than just have uh, Ronda, you know, beat Ruby that way. I think we are we all know how dominant Ronda is. I don't think we really need to have that established again. Um, but it is what it is, man. Um, and after that, I think we had just some filler for a little bit. And then um, <laughs> the weirdest, weirdest part uh, where Lacey Evans' music hits, she walks down to the ring, doesn't get in the ring, doesn't even get that close, turns around, walks away, and they fade to another commercial. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It was uh, bizarre to say the least. Um, I don't really know what the thought process was behind that. I guess it's just to get people talking. It really almost felt like, uh, you know, hey, remember that call up we had? And we put a little bit of buzz behind her and we put her on the rumble and she had a solid showing and then she got eliminated and you haven't seen her since. Well, here she is again. And there she goes. All right. And now I'll do a commercial. <laughs> it was just really weird and out of place. But, um, you know, whatever, I guess. That's that's Vince for you. Um, I feel like I am forgetting something else. I really do. I apologize. I just kind of turned the mic on and uh, just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I guess I'll just move to the men's chamber match, which was out freaking standing. Um, this is a master class of storytelling. Um, you know, if, if you're, if you follow social media very often, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, all that, YouTube, whatever else, you know, you could tell they were putting a lot of promotion behind Kofi. They wanted you to feel like Kofi, uh, could win this thing. And all the way up until the final three count, there was definitely moments where I thought, holy crap, they're going to give this to Kofi. Um, the whole match itself was solid. Um, you know, I knew it would be. All those guys went out there. They did what they could. Joe looks great. I was really disappointed that he was the first one out. Uh, he was one of the guys I was hoping might, might win the thing. Um, you know, Hardy had a really cool spot. And it was really like they just put him in there for this specific spot where they had AJ. Um, he's kind of, you know, you know how Eddie Guerrero used to lay up on the top rope to kind of taunt his opponents. Well, they had AJ like that, but on his stomach. And then Hardy... Jumps off the top of the chamber pod with a swanton, hits AJ, and then Brian runs up and knees knees Hardy, and that's the end of Hardy. Hardy was maybe in there for all of two or three minutes, so um, you know I, I can't say that I expected him to have this great showing, but they got him in there, they let, they let him have his spot, and uh, got the crowd to pop a little bit for him. So uh, it was really super cool. 
Um, the Orton stuff was fun. Uh, he just kind of he get by the time he gets in, everyone's down. He just sl- slithers in, and uh, the way he gets AJ, AJ goes up for a phenomenal forearm, and Orton catches him while AJ's still on the ropes and RKO's him. And you know, one of the cooler RKO spots. I'm glad they did it like that, and not just the typical spring into it you know it was like you know i can still catch you while you before you've even launched it was uh it's really cool i thought um and then and then it gets then it finally comes down to kofi and brian um after kofi eliminates orton and uh man (laughs) that crowd was dying dying for kofi kingston to win that match and win that title and i was as emotionally invested in that as I think I have been, and I don't know how long. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was that invested in wanting someone to win. And it's crazy because, other than the New Day stuff, I mean, he really he's really been kind of in the background for for a long time, right? I mean, you know, the New Day has been has been pushed and featured prominently, but it was it was it was an equal parts, um, you know, it's a group push, not anyone singular behind it, right? It was. It was the new day. It wasn't Kofi and the new day. It was the new day. So, you know, for a guy that hasn't really been a singles wrestler since 2014, um, if for me, for everyone to be so invested into seeing him win, just speaks volumes to Kofi Kingston as the performer. Um, it was just done perfectly. It really was. Uh, all to the point where you, you, you realize he's going to lose and you just you just can't help but feel bad for him. And, um, you know, just... Super happy. I'm really, I really am happy that uh, that Kofi. You know, he had the gauntlet match on SmackDown. He went in there. He had a great showing in the Chamber match. Maybe this is a sign that they're gonna go with him. You know, maybe they are gonna go with the New Day against Brian and Rowan um, going into WrestleMania. Um, you know, I've been wanting that for a little while now. Ever since uh, Brian kind of became champion, and I, I thought that they would be the perfect kind of stopgap feud, but. The crowd is super behind Kofi, and he is so so good. Um, I think that I think Kofi and Brian at WrestleMania. If you give them from now until WrestleMania, that could be a really 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 big match, and it'd be a fun match. And I think seeing Kofi win the title after 11 years would be super fun. Um, you know, I've I've watched Kofi's entire career since he debuted in ECW. Um, you know, I've I watched all the stuff on there. I watched him go to Raw. I watched him win the Intercontinental Title. I watched him team with Punk. I watched him win the U.S. title and, you know, the Evan Bourne tag team and the R-Truth tag team and, you know, the start and stop and the, and the, and the stop and go. And, um, you know, it seemed like they might be going with him and then they then they pulled back and, you know, they had, they were going to put him in the chamber in 09 and they, they dragged him out for Edge. And, and, it, and it just it just seems like they, they want to go with him and then they stop. And, uh, you know, for a guy that it's, it's now been, you know, like he's been saying, 11 years and to see him... Um, at least use like this. If it was just if it was just for tonight, uh, it was worth it. It really was. Um, I'm, I'm really really happy for Kofi. Um, and by the time it was over and Brian left, they let Kofi have his moment with the fans and they chanted "Thank you, Kofi." And uh, you know Biggie and, and, and Woods are out there and they're really they're really putting him over strong and uh, just couldn't help but feel for the guy. Right? Like it, it's one of those moments that it just reminds you why you love wrestling. Watching Sasha and Bailey win the women's tag titles and the emotion behind that and how important that was to them remind you why you love wrestling and watching Kofi come so close to winning the WWE championship it just it just how could you not be romantic about pro wrestling um I I just I came out of the show I really really enjoyed it um if you didn't watch it 
I can understand why they didn't they didn't really give you that much of a reason to watch it. The, the, there wasn't a lot of heat behind any of the feuds, but um, it is a go out of your way to watch show. I think uh, a few skippable moments, right? Like, there's some stuff you didn't really need to see, but for the most part, you're getting two incredible chamber matches that. Had, had I recorded the top 10 chamber match pod afterwards, they might both crack that list. Um, a fun tag match with the Usos and Shane and Miz. Um, if you can make it to the pre-show, watch Buddy and Akira Tozawa have a, have a really good back and forth match. Um, and, the, and the Becky stuff is, is, is great. Um, it really was a top to bottom fun show. Um, WWE is on a really, really good streak uh, for good shows. Um, you go the Chamber, Rumble, TLC, Survivor Series, Evolution, all have been solid. Uh, and then you throw the takeovers in there. You know, say what you want about Raw. Sometimes Raw can be a little insufferable. Say what you want about SmackDown. Sometimes those those shows aren't aren't easy to watch week to week. But you know, when they come to the pay per views, man, uh, the guys and girls go out there. Uh, they bust their ass. They deliver. They put on good shows. And uh, you know, WWE by by no means is perfect. Um, but Damn it, man! When they, when they do something right, they do it. They do it right, you know. And and I, and I had a lot of fun watching the show. And, and if you missed it, man, go check it out. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, at at least watch the chamber matches. Um, set some time aside, watch those. Listen to that crowd for Kofi, man. They wanted him to win that title. They really did. And I I can only hope that um, they continue that story that they keep building towards towards Mania with with Kofi. Um, and, and have the new day feud with Brian and and uh, and Rowan. Maybe maybe even maybe even throw Harper in there. You could do a six man tag at Fastlane. I think that'd be a fun match. Uh, and then and then you go and you have Kofi and Brian at WrestleMania. And uh, and then you and then man, if, if 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 they can get Kofi built up to where he's a legitimate, you believe him and you buy him as a main eventer by that point. I see no reason why you can't pull the trigger with him, put the title on him, let him have it for a few months, man. He's been there for 11 years. Um, he never, ever, ever fails to deliver uh, a fun moment match, uh, whatever. He's super entertaining. Uh, I can't think of anybody else in the company that deserves it more than Kofi. Um, and I was really, really, really glad that he at least had a good showing. Um, felt a little bummed out, though, because you can't, you, you got to remember that was, that was Mustafa Ali's spot. And I, I, you can't help but feel like everything that they got with Kofi was supposed to go to Ali. Um, I really hope that he can find a way to figure back into everything because um, I am a really big fan of Mustafa Ali. And, uh, you know, I think he'll get his time. I don't know about WWE Championship. Um, I think he's got a ways to go for that. But I am a big fan of him. I think he brings a lot to the show. Um, they did another one of those promos with him earlier on um, during the Chamber show um, where he's just kind of filming himself talking. And, and the guy sounds confident. You know, he's, he's a decent promo. And uh, he's fun to watch in the ring. And... I think that you know, as we as we continue to watch him go out there and bust his ass and kill it, um, he'll be a vital part to, to SmackDown or Raw if they move him over there. So um, hopefully they can reintegrate him back into a top program, and you know we'll see what they do with that. Um, but I think that'll do it for today. Um, I hope everyone has a good solid start to their week. Uh, Monday's tomorrow. Not looking forward to that, but I am looking forward to Raw, seeing where they go with the women's tag titles, seeing where they go with Becky, Ronda, Charlotte, um, always addressing and seeing what they do with Finn, uh, Seth, and uh, you know we'll see what else happens. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. If you could give me a five star rating, helps a lot. Share uh, share the pod, let everyone know what I'm doing. 
Um, follow me on Twitter at that wrestle pod. Like me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that wrestling pod. Um, until next time, guys, keep on keeping on. <laughs>